Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are talking about the perfect strength and conditioning program. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because I get this question all the time. What is the best way for me to build my gas tank? What is the best strength and conditioning program? What is the best this? What is the perfect that? And guys, the truth is there isn't one. And anyone who tells you there is one is fucking lying. Like, I know that I have programs that can deliver a high-level result to any athlete that needs a high-level result in any area they need that high-level result in. Because I put in a shit ton of work, I put in a shit ton of money into building my expertise, and I continue to do that year after year after year after year. So I know that I have the tools to perfect, I have the tools to help any athlete that needs help. Now, that doesn't mean it's perfect. And that doesn't mean that you are going to react the same way to the same program that your teammate is. And that is the key. And that is the difference. And that is what you guys need to start thinking about. It's not about finding the perfect program. It's about creating the perfect program for you. And that is the key when it comes to strength and conditioning. So the issue with that mindset of trying to find the perfect program is you're trying to look for a trick. Like you're trying to look for, you know, how do I avoid the hard work and the consistency in my strength and conditioning and just get that gas tank right away. And you're trying to look for it fast. You're trying to look for, you know, what is the thing that I do that's going to improve my gas tank? And guys, the thing that you're going to do that's going to improve your gas tank is train. Now, depending on who you are, depending on what you struggle with, depending on where your weaknesses are, you're going to train a certain way. You're going to do more of this or less of that. Like, there is no way to answer that in a DM, right? So if you're listening to this and you're like, I think I should message Kenny and ask him what the perfect way for me to build my gas tank is, don't. Because first of all, there's over a thousand videos on my Instagram account alone of different ways that you can start working on your gas tank, different areas of the gas tank, what to do to help those areas, mistakes that you should avoid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on top of that, there's no way for me to answer that without knowing a lot more about you. Because every athlete is different. Every athlete has access to different equipment. Every athlete has different needs. Every athlete has a different history. So a cold DM from someone I've never talked to saying, how do I, what's the best way for me to improve my gas tank is not a question that I can answer. And it's not a question that any other coach can answer either. So if you ask that to another coach and you say, what's the best method for me to build my cardio? And they say, you need to do exactly this. They're full of shit. Now, as if they ask you more questions, they learn more about you and they start giving you ideas of things to start working on. That's a coach that, to me, knows what they're talking about. If they say, oh, yeah, you need to do this, they're full of shit. One of the examples of this that I hear a lot in this industry is I'll hear a lot of skills coaches, you know, of the different combat sports, whatever, 
oh, you just need to run 10 miles four times a week. Why? Based off what? And they have no answer for that. Or you need to do two sprint sessions every week and run 30 minutes four times a week. Why? Based off what? And they have no real answer for that other than, well, it's going to, it's like, you know, cardio. And like, guys, cardio isn't an answer when you ask, why should I do this specific type of training? It's easy to say cardio and will doing four runs a week and doing sprint sessions improve your cardio? To an extent, yeah. But if there's no rhyme or reason behind it and there's no plan behind it, you're leaving massive amounts of results on the table. That's like me saying, what's the best way to fight? And someone says, throw a jab. So all I do is just jab, 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 jab. Is like, is that part of a good way to fight? Yeah. Is that the only way that you're going to see results as a fighter? Like, fuck no. Like, that's not going to be enough, right? Because if as soon as they learn how to time your jab, there's a whole lot of other things that they can do to counter you, to take you down if it's MMA, to kick the shit out of your legs if it's kickboxing, to pair your jab and blast you in the fucking face with the right hand if it's just boxing, et cetera, et cetera. You get what I'm saying. <clears throat> so anyone who just blindly says, this is the best way, is just wrong. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't more things that you can do, but you need to understand a few things. Now, the number one thing you need to understand when it comes to building your gas tank, when it comes to improving your cardio, is quality over quantity. So many people think the more work they do, the better. And the analogy I always like to use is that's like saying in a, that's like saying on a road trip, the more driving I do, the further along I'm going to get. So I just need to stay on the road and keep driving. On the surface, it sounds right. You know, you need to drive a lot. If you're taking breaks every 30 minutes, probably not going to get too far, too fast in the trip. But if you don't stop for gas, you run out of gas. And what happens when you run out of gas? All the driving in the world doesn't help. You're stranded somewhere, and now you got to figure out how to get gas to you. And the person who's taking the odd break throughout the trip, probably going to get there before you. So recovery and improving the actual quality is going to be way more important than just volume, right? I'm going to try to come up with another analogy here because I'm it's kind of rolling through my brain, so we're going to go for it. So the other way to look at that is the approach that a lot of people take is just hands on the wheel, pedal to the metal without, you know, turning, without doing anything. It's just hands on the wheel, pedal to the metal, hard fucking work. Whereas personally, the way that I think you'd get better results when you're on a road trip is navigating through traffic is making turns when you're supposed to make turns, not just continuing down one straight line as fast as you can possibly go the whole way through the trip, right? Probably what that's going to result in is an accident, um, going through, you know, go, like going above the speed limit and getting pulled over, all kinds of bad shit that can happen on a road trip. So a little bit of a messy analogy, but I think you get the point. The goal is not just how fast can I go and how long can I go and then ending up in a brutal accident or something like that, the goal is getting to the destination. That means navigating through traffic. That means stopping at red lights. That means stopping to get gas when you need to get gas. That means making a right turn when you need to make a right turn and not just continuing to blast forward no matter what's in front of you. Now, 
So that's quality over quantity, making sure you're doing the right things very well instead of doing as much as possible all the time, no matter what. Now, the other thing here is it's focus and intention over volume. So it's a little bit like going off of the same point. But what I'm trying to say when I talk about this is focus and intention over volume means that the answer to training is not just hard work. The answer to training is success in the sport. So let's take athlete A. They're busting their ass every single day. They're going as hard as they possibly can, as long as they possibly can. They're crawling out of the gym every night. Everything is sore all the time because they're just work, 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 work. Because the better, the more I work, the better results I'm going to get. Now, athlete A is seeing really good results in the beginning. They're sore, but they're working through it. They feel good. They're putting in all these hours. They're grinding. The weight's coming down. They're getting ready. They're like, they're feeling good. And then what happens generally is four weeks out three weeks out, two weeks out, something like that, the body stops feeling so good. You know, now all of a sudden that little ache you had in your hip isn't going away. That shoulder twinge that you've been feeling is feeling a little bit worse. And when you throw your right hand hard, you don't want to go full out because you feel like it's going to do something to your shoulder. And your back, when you wake up, used to just be sore for a few minutes and then you stretch it out and be fine. Now that soreness is hanging on through your training sessions and you just don't feel good. Now, athlete B has been taking a recovery day every Sunday. Athlete B has been focused on doing the work as well as he can and then getting out so that he can, you know, go go off and actually, like, keep his body healthy. Athlete B has been focused on the quality of the training sessions and not just burning himself the fuck out every time he steps into the gym. Athlete B is addressing specific weaknesses in his training instead of just how fucking hard can you go? And so at the same, as a result, four weeks out, three weeks out, two weeks out, because he's been taking proper care of his body, that shoulder twinge that came up, he did a little bit more recovery and took a couple of sessions off to make sure that he was taking proper care of that shoulder. Now, two weeks out, his body feels good when yours is beat up. And then as well, he, ta- he was taking those recovery days every week because he knows that recovering is going to allow him to get more out of his training sessions. So instead of just grinding his ass off with the hardest sessions that he could possibly do, he's been sharper. He's been feeling better cognitively so that he can actually put in more quality work and make better improvements to his skill set throughout the duration of camp. Now, coming into the fight, Athlete B has had more quality training sessions because he's not exhausted all the time with with the training that he's doing. His body is well recovered and feeling healthy. And as a result, he's coming into the fight still on weight with higher quality work, higher quality improvements to their train to his training when you're coming in potentially on weight, but lower quality improvements to the actual training because you were just focused on how hard can I grind and not the specific skill sets you need to make improvements on. And You've got all of these nagging little issues. So you're kind of, you know, maybe at like 60, 70, 80% coming into the fight compared to their 100. Who's going to win that fight? The one who put in the most hours or the one who is more physically prepared to dominate on the mega competition? It's athlete B every time, guys. And so that is just the mentality that you need to start taking into your training. So now you might be asking, okay, that's all well and good. You know, I need to learn how to train smarter and not just grind my ass off. How do I do that? But I feel like when I take days off, my opponent's training while I'm not, and that means they're getting better while I'm not. So number one is you've got to shift your mindset. You've got to understand that work does not equal results. 
right? So because if only hard work equaled better results, then, okay, instead of your MMA training, go outside in 40-degree heat and do landscaping work. That's fucking hard. It's not going to make you a better athlete, right? The better athlete comes from the skill set. Comes from the hard work, yes, of course. But comes from the skill set. Comes from doing the work specifically for the sport and comes from actually consciously making the improvements, not just how many hours can I put in checking the boxes. Now, number two is you need direction. Because if you're blindly trying to put your training program together, you're not going to be confident in it because you don't know that you're getting the results from it. And when you're not confident in it, you're more likely to want to jump back in and just do more, 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 more. Because the more I do, the more confident I'm going to be. Yet still, in the background, you're going to know the quality is just not there. So you need direction from people who actually understand it. You need a coach. And I know when I talk about that. I have so many athletes right away. Yeah, but I don't have money for a coach. Yeah, but this. Yeah, but that. And guys, I get it. Money's tight. Like, life is not easy all the time. But the difference between you blindly putting together your own program and the one who is willing to make that investment, even though it's difficult, even though it's, you know, even though it's difficult, even though money's tight, the one who's willing to make that investment and put themselves in a better situation is going to be more confident coming into their fights And if they're more confident coming into their fights and getting better results from their training, they're going to surpass you. So if you don't have the money for a coach right now, you've got to figure out how to put yourself in a position where you can make that investment. Instead of sitting around using it as an excuse, figure out how you can actually go about making the investment. Because the sport's not going to wait for money to not be tight anymore. The sport's not going to wait for things to not be as busy anymore. The sport's going to keep fucking moving forward. So you've got to either A, Decide that the sport's not for you, or B, figure out how you can put yourself in the best situation possible. So, guys, that is the perfect strength conditioning program. That is what you need to know when it comes to creating the perfect strength conditioning program, understanding that it is not a reality and it is about consistency, it is about direction, it is about quality of work over quantity of work. Not that quantity isn't important, but it is about quality of work over quantity of work. And guys, overall, I hope that just gave you a little bit of a shift in your perspective. Hope that gave you a little bit of an understanding of how to better go about your training. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.